What is up, y'all? We are back with the podcast. Y'all thought Rona had us down. No, we had to take some time off, get our lives together, but we back at it. Shin, talk to me. And we back, and we back. <laughs> um, we're just happy to be back, guys. It's been a long time coming. It's been some months, but I'm excited to be back recording, and we have a special guest, Booker. Say what's up to the people, Books. What's going on, everybody? It's, it's Booker. It's Books. Tell it's us a little team. bit about yourself. Yeah. Um. Let's see. How we got to know you. I was like, yeah, so so I, I work uh, with Shannon Steven. Mm-hmm. I met them at orientation. Somehow, I, I met Steven weirdly beforehand. We, mm-hmm. were, we were both at the same... Like senior conference. conference for our internship, we're both strolling. <laughs> There's video evidence and photo evidence of us. That we just found out like that we, five minutes ago, literally right before we started, that we were in the same proximity, and somehow we had not met each other. And then like now, lead us. We record a podcast and whatnot. That's so crazy because they had pics together with them in the same pic. Crazy. They <laughs> did not know each other. Had no idea who he was. <laughs> So, what about you? Where did you go to school? Your major? Right. So, okay. So, I went to Georgia Tech. I was an electrical engineering major. And I was like, well, I'm not going to go straight to industry. So, consulting was going to be the vibe. So, that is where I am now. Oh, he's single too, guys, right? I am. Shameless <laughs> plug. <laughs> Shameless plug. But what yes. out there? Um, he makes great money. He has a great education. <laughs> Let me know. <laughs> Holla at my boy. Oh my goodness. No, seriously. <laughs> also, he has a great legacy. He is related to the Booker, Booker T. Washington. Washington. <laughs> the Booker T. Washington. They have the exact same name. He tries um, to act like he wants to be humble about it. And he tries to act like there's no real connection. But it that, has to be. That is a real connection. Because nah. he is the fourth. Let's just throw that also out <laughs> there. Like, All right. It's the same amount of generations. <laughs> The same exact name, but whatever. Yeah, we'll let you have it. <laughs> he true, he has a great family, legacy, whatever. Um, <laughs> no, so Booker's great. And oh, we that. thought that he would be a great person just to have on his podcast. I think he's very um, just quirky and intelligent, and he's always super funny. So um, we're excited to have him on the podcast. Always good vibes. Hey, man, I appreciate y'all having me on, man. Yeah, so we wanted to talk about kind of what we've been doing with the podcast. Oops, sorry, the quarantine. <laughs> doing, yeah. Yeah, doing, doing, doing the quarantine, books we've been reading, etc. Steven? Um, I guess we want to start with books we've been reading. Booker and I were actually in a a reading club together with Indeed. some... A book club? Yeah. It's I, the same thing. <laughs> reading club. Are you reading the book? Yes. <laughs> I've never heard of God a reading club, no. I couldn't think of the exact <laughs> word. I didn't want to say book like five times in a row. I'm not going to lie to you. Um, I did title the, the book club Books Books. <gasps> <laughs> I'm not going to lie. It, it crossed my mind. Books um, Books. You, wait, you should so, actually have a bookstore and call it that. Like, you just need to completely... Switch your career to that. Just yeah, I was like, you know, quit industry and then uh, just open up books. books. Honestly, not a bad idea. Back mm-hmm. pocket. But yeah, so, so we started. Um, we started a little book club reading the the defining decade, like what to do in your twenties and why it's important. It yeah, like why like it's that. important. I think yeah. why it's important. Really, it, it was just an interesting book. Um, if you have not read it or not heard of it, I would say change that. It's really great. I won't say it, like presents necessarily like new information, but it does present some of the things that you're feeling and probably thinking about as like a 20 year old, 20 something. 
and like puts like a name to a face for it. And, and like, it's a great know. reminder of what to do yeah. in your 20s to make sure that you're living the life that you want to later on. For sure. I was like, it's, it's like a call to action to like make sure you're good. Yeah. So what were you guys' like greatest takeaway from the book? I'd say uh, it talked a lot about like emotional intelligence and relationships, which was really interesting. Um, it like had like a whole different like chart where you could kind of figure out like if you're high or low on certain like relational barriers or things like that, which was interesting. Um, but I really like how they talked about work and just like experience because they called things that you're not that don't necessarily align perfectly with like what your goal is, but will still give you good experience. It's like identity capital. It's mm. like things that will help you get really good experience, even if they're not exactly what you would like to do. Oh my gosh. I like that. I was like, I really, I thought that was like really interesting. Cause I'm like, you know, especially with consulting, like there's things, there's projects, there's assignments that you're going to have to do that you're like, this is, I'm not trying to do this. I was right. like, it's not lost on me that like I spent hours in lab, working <laughs> circus, and like I got somebody who's like, hey, yo, I need you to do like a VLOOKUP. I'm like, dog, I can I can do circuits. What is a VLOOKUP? Um, like, I don't know what this is. But it's still like really good experience. Right. So right. I was like, I like that kind of, that I was a cool name to a face. Like it's called Identity Identi Capital. Identity Capital. Yeah. Hmm. I think for me, the biggest takeaway was honestly just, she had a lot of examples of when she would talk to her patients about them finally just doing something about their situation it seemed a lot of them had fears and they felt like they were stuck mm -hmm. but when she would talk to them they didn't really do anything about it yeah they didn't put genuine effort like they would make half-hearted effort but once she was like if you really want to change this you need to look at yourself and figure out what you want to do differently and then they would and then you know they would write to her a few months later and their situation would be a complete 180 you know somebody who at one point didn't have any friends in the city she was in or didn't like her job or had a bad attitude every day. Right. Once she changed her mindset and did whatever she had to do, you know, six months later she had great friends. She had gotten promoted. She was making right. more money. Definitely. So I think it's really just putting intentional effort into changing whatever you don't like about your current situation. I yeah. like that. I think that's really important. Gems. Faith without works. We were talking about that yesterday. Faith mm -hmm. without works is dead. Like whatever goal you have, just like do it. Right. step by step like, you were um, you were not your thoughts it is what it is it is your actions that define you basically yeah so. but i think you made a good point about emotional intelligence and like relationships and that's a great segue into the topic for today <laughs> i'm so excited because i kind of thought that this topic was a little um cliche in a certain extent just because it's so popular but i think we would be Remiss if we didn't if we didn't discuss it if we didn't discuss it. So our topic today, guys, is entanglements, and so I think we want to take a a look on more than just ro romantic entanglements, but more so like platonic pl platonic entanglements and like friendships and oh, just relationships mm. in general, right? And so. Insecure was definitely something, a big talking point during quarantine. And I think now that it's over, we've all had time to reflect. And then the Will and Jada thing is what really sparked it. <laughs> so I think we should start with talking about first Insecure, guys. What was you guys' like take on the season overall? Um, I loved this season. 
I really did. Wow. You didn't like it? Finish your thoughts. Okay, so I... She didn't like it. <laughs> I really, I really like the season one. Um, just outside of the story, I loved, of course, the soundtrack. I loved the lighting. Yeah. I think the lighting made their skin look beautiful. The um, cinematography? Is that how you say Cine- yeah. Cinematography. Um, and I know they paid attention to detail for that because we don't have a lot of that. Right. I feel like in the industry for black people. Um, but I really liked it. I think the acting, a lot of Issa's acting in the earlier seasons to me, her best bits was when she was doing kind of her quirky, awkward scenarios and when she would say something. You know, that's just kind of her style. Right. True. But I really liked when they got really serious, like when it wasn't funny, when her and Lawrence were, you know, they went to dinner and they were talking about their relationship mm-hmm. and saying like, oh, do you think you gave up too quickly? And mm-hmm. she put her honest thoughts. I'm like, that was phenomenal acting. They didn't rely on humor or right. a funny one-liner. It was just them being open and it felt like a very real, like a lot of people I feel can relate to having, like let's sit down and talk about how our relationship went poorly. Right. Um, and I just love that. I think it seemed more mature this mm-hmm. season to me in terms of uh, how it went and then I think Issa herself it seemed like she was making more progress within her career yeah so I remember in those one season when she was working for a non-profit making probably little to no money and then she like threw a house party and then got upset and it was like her apartment was burning and I'm like sis these are not smart financial <laughs> yeah like so you're that was just frustrating I'm like you're in LA like, you cannot afford this stuff Right. So it, I just got a sense of maturity from this season that I really, really liked. So the growth, yeah. What about like, your books? There, there was, there was definitely a lot of maturity. I was like, you said maturity, like it was a very mature season. I, yeah, I was like, at least, especially on Issa's part, um, I feel like her growth is just super evident. Like her and Lawrence, the fact that they're able to even talk about those kinds of things. Right. That shows like Lawrence is. I mean, like even Lawrence, like I said, what in the. When they were at dinner, he was like, "Yeah, it was just easier to blame you than deal with my own shit." I'm like, "That's, that's real." I was like, yes. you know, I was like, you know how difficult it is to be like, "Yeah, I wasn't shit for a little bit." Mm-hmm. It's like, yeah, and then I think he's at a point where like he's doing that. I think Issa's recognizing she's like, I mean, it doesn't make it right, you know what I did, but like this is what I was feeling, and the fact that you can yeah. separate the two is like it's not a validation. I was like, that's that's super important. I think they did have a lot of honest, authentic conversations. Definitely, I was happy for Issa's growth and maturity throughout the season. And I feel like that was, like, one really good episode where they were, like, very authentic and, like, real. But I think just the season overall was just a little dry. They just, maybe, to me, the excitement and the... For me, I watched Insecure because after each episode, you're like, dang, what's going to happen on the next episode? Like, something big happened, and it's just like, oh, I have to watch the next episode to see how everything's going to play out. And I think for me, like, all the things you pointed out were really great. Like, cinematography is the Mm -hmm. word. I really enjoyed that. The soundtrack is always bomb. And I'm just like, they do really great (laughs) visuals, and the aesthetic of everything is always top tier. Um, but I just think the storyline just could have been a little stronger. They drug out the whole Molly and Issa thing. I feel like when it came on, she was like, I don't F with Molly no more. Like, we not cool. And, like, once you've seen the whole drag out, I'm just like, it could have happened sooner. The bomb at the end with condolences or condola, whatever her name is. Oh, the baby. Yeah, with her being pregnant. That could have happened, like, mid-season. So we could have seen how the relationship between... Lawrence and Issa was going to play out. Like, I just wanted more excitement. I think... Condolences? 
<laughs> I think that the, the Molly and Issa thing, I feel like that was a realistic playthrough of relationships. I feel like that's kind of how it happens. Like, they fall they fall into, like, a crevice of not understanding each other and they're just in a weird place. And then I feel like it gradually just reaches a point of contention. Yeah, but I feel like they've been having this little... Their relationship kind of been for a minute, even since like last season when they had little spouse, you could see it, you know what I'm saying? And so they could have do it like three, four episodes, but they stretched it out until like episode 10. And I'm like, bro, I want it more. I just want it more. Like the episode with Issa just doing her Sunday self-care thing. Remember when she went to Peyton with the sip and then she hung out with the girls, the girls played her, (laughs) they dined and dashed. And then, like, at the end, she, like, sees Molly and walks away. I get it, but I'm, like, that episode was kind of pointless to me. Like, I get it. I get it, but I don't want any breather episodes. Y'all, it's only 30 minutes. Y'all really be doing, like, 27 minutes, and it's only 10 episodes. (laughs) That's true. Like, the season isn't long enough for breathers. We need more. So, I appreciated it. I'm excited to see how... um, Issa and Molly's relationship is gonna go because we know at the end they kind of Molly kind of came back to Issa because Issa had a conversation and Molly was kind of just like I think we've grown apart. Mm-hmm. Also, what what blew me with Molly is when she was like, "I don't think we can be friends and do this anymore." And then Issa's like, "Yeah, you're probably right." And then Molly was like, "Whoa, yeah, <laughs> like yeah, that she's funny. not gonna beg to be your friend. Like, don't recommend an idea." And then when she agrees, you're like, "Wait, why are you gonna just you gonna throw a friendship away?" It's like you just said. We yeah, should. it's like you didn't want to fight for the relate friendship, and then yeah. now that I'm like cool, and it's also right after Issa's just chilling, and Molly's like, "You see this? I'm trying to like I'm trying to hang out with her." And it's like, like Issa was just sitting there. She was kicking it. And I'm like, Molly was doing up too much. She, she was just like, girl, you're annoying. You're just <laughs> looking for an issue where there doesn't need to be Everywhere, issues. Bro. Just like, like, just chill just out. Like, y'all cool. Like, relax. y'all getting back. Y'all can talk about it, whatever. Anywho. I I think um, for for them, it was like a... Sure, the, they, they're both can be mad because, you know, feelings are valid. You can be mad at people. Mm-hmm. Um, but neither of them really brought up anything. <laughs> um, I remember they, they remember they went to, what was it, like brunch or something? Oh, yeah. Right? They went to the diner. And then, like, like they talk or whatever. They, like, joke around. I was like, yeah, it's cool. Like, joke around. But, like, y'all ain't What's really, the issue? Yeah, y'all don't really let's... unpack anything. So then, like, yeah. when, when she got back and Andrew was like, yo, like, so how was that? He's like, oh, you know, we were, like, laughing about, you know, so-and-so, so-and-so, Donna Dash on it. That was funny. And she's like, oh, you guys talked it out. She was like, oh, no. I was like, she just didn't seem like she wanted to talk about it. I'm like, you, it, is a, it is a two-way <laughs> street. Like, 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 if you, you want to talk about it, then yeah. you need to talk about like, it. It's sure, like, sure, sure. Let's say, like, let's say Molly thinks that Issa should apologize. But, like, if Molly also feels like, you know, there's something to be said on her part, like, she could just be a bigger it. person. Like, sure, you're not going to be happy because this person is not apologizing. But, like, would you rather be right? Or and would you rather, like, figure out? Isn't that what her therapist said? That is what her that like, is what her therapist said. Do you want to be right or do you want to have a friendship? Like yes, that's I was like that's serious. That was in a book too. That was, was in the that book. Was, I was like that's why I thought about it. And that's you know have you <laughs> had those the in your life when like you have an argument with somebody and you really feel like you're right. And you're just yeah, like, I'm not gonna. But then it's, your relationship dies and it's like well, yeah. that was stupid, pointless. It's hard. I can't lie. I think that's it's something that I struggle with because I like to be right. Um, yeah. <laughs> naturally. <laughs> um, Shan, I got, I got a question for you. What? Do you think it's right to eat yogurt with a fork instead of a spoon? 
I was peeping that too. I just, I had to. Why? It's really been, it's, it's really weird. been, it's been, all, I'm sorry. I'm, it's, it doesn't have anything. To, I was just, just I, I've been thinking about it. I had to bring it up. <laughs> and she's still eating it. It's noon. She hasn't had anything all day. She thought I wouldn't notice. Are you not hungry? I'm sorry. I that just, is not a large I'm so yard. annoyed because <laughs> this just, I thought he was going to ask me a really insightful no, question. He like me. leaned back a little bit like, I have a question. I'm like, oh, snap. Like, don't try to play me on the podcast. Don't try to expose me. I was like, I told you, bro. And it's not yogurt. Nah, I'm annoyed. Like, um, no, it's fine. But like, but with, the, with the being right versus like, you know, like, mm-hmm. you know, salvaging like a certain situation, like, like for even, even for like funny things like that, it's like, okay, like you could be right or you could just be like, okay, yeah. Just let it go. Yeah, but yeah, it's just like let the small ones go. Just let, leave the ego aside. Like the, right. the ego has no place in like trying to prepare relationships. Ego has no place in anything. Mm-hmm. I feel like yeah. in life, like you just always have to be humble and. You know what I'm saying? Because anytime like, your pride and ego get in the way, it messes up everything. Yeah. I was like, it's, it's good for like a little, like, like if you down and you need a kicker, cool, ego, boom. Yeah. You like a little push and that's it. I was like, you really can't be guided by your ego. That's nah, slippery slope. <sighs> slippery slope. It's so hard. Um, and then Issa kind of has an entanglement with Nate and, and Lawrence. Because I honestly, I like Nate. I like Lawrence. I like them both, but at the same time, I'm like, Lawrence has a baby on the way. He didn't know that, though. I get it, hey, but man, look, the fact still remains. This man, Lawrence, He's, bro. He being irresponsible. He being irresponsible? He was irresponsible. He, he was just, he ain't rapping nothing. 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 I don't know what happened. Plug. <laughs> I'm oh, just saying. I'm, I'm, I'm just saying, Nate and her are cute. And I'm like, if I was in that position, she does have a hard decision to make. Because now that I think at first she was like all in with Lawrence, but now the baby kind of changes the situation. Oh, definitely changes. Right? Okay. So it's like, Imagine dang. somebody who has a kid that's not yours. And it's okay. like a newborn, like any born yeah, So you got to go through the pregnancy baby. with them. Like, like that's going to be their first baby, his first kid. Is she even equipped to like handle parenthood at this point? You know what she I mean? going like to have to be the second. That's a, you know, like you got to, I mean, yeah. I was like, because if Lawrence is going to have a, a if, if, if he wants to be with Lawrence. But, I mean, but Issa's if, still gonna be in the baby's I was like, life. I was like, if Lawrence is gonna have a part in this baby's life, and Issa's gonna have a big part in Lawrence's life, then yeah. she's probably gonna have to be That's with this kid. They're gonna have to go on like to a Disney to park together. She's yeah. gonna be pushing yeah. a stroller. Like oh, they're gonna have to get on the little teacups together. Oh, like no. <laughs> <laughs> Well, I feel like why would Issa go when he can't he would just do that with Condola? Because why would he go and condole him when he's not in a relationship? Still, for instance, if they say, like, their, I'm going to have a baby for a week, you're going to have a baby for a week. Like, we have to co-parent. Like no, why would you go? Dinner. Because they're, that's what exes do. No, and then if I'm... It's for the kid's sake. No, but if I have a girl, like, they're coming with me. If I have a man, they're coming with me. Because, like, yeah, this is a, my family. Lisa and Boris can do that. What you mean? Like, on their own. They can go to Disney World. They can do stuff on their own without the baby always being there. No, but what if the baby is there? Like, Lawrence, I have the kid for the weekend. Like, you think he's just want to be with the kid by himself? Like, Issa's like, I'm here. Like, oh, we could do whatever together. No? Yes, but I don't think it'd be as far as let's go to Disney. I don't think they would do, like, big... I think Disney World with your kid is a family event. So whether him and Condola are cool or not, I feel like for the kid's sake... But why can't, why can't all four go, though? Why? It's just whack. 
Like what if Condola got a man? What if she? What if her man like? Why are you going to Disney World? Like we could all go. What if Condola has a man? We like, oh me, Condola so and the baby gonna go. Yes. For real. I, I wouldn't like, do that. It's you want to go like, to Disney World? You got to do like the blended family. I'm not family. doing that. With it's you. a blended family. Like, yeah. I want the kid to feel ingrained, and I don't want him to feel like I'm being distant towards the kid, because if I'm with you and you have the kid, I, I'm going to love the kid like it's mine. Like, while I didn't naturally have the kid, I want them to feel welcome and like I'm accepting them, because this is a choice that I made to be with their father. So, like, the kid shouldn't feel any less. They shouldn't make me feel like I'm weird or like, no, I'm not going to go because... That's y'all family. If we're together, like, nah, this is fair. our family. Mm-hmm. You know? I just don't know if I'm going to be with somebody else. That's somebody else. <laughs> like, I hear what you're saying. I'm just not doing it. Like, I can't, no, no, for real. I can't feel like I'm not doing that. That's not my life, so. We yeah. become friends now. We cool. <laughs> Let me know if you need something. I'm going to yeah, pull but up, like, but. But, like, it's yeah. over. I'll be damned if I'm at your crib and you're like, hey, can you get some diapers for my kid? I'm like, <laughs> you got diaper money? <laughs> <laughs> It's not coming out of my wallet. Y'all hungry? Make sure you give me some money for food, too. (laughs) (laughs) Steven, you're so annoying. (laughs) Top tier. I hate you. So we friends now. (laughs) I'm saying. Um, No, that's funny. But let's move on to the real situation, which is Will and Jada and their entanglement. Ah, well, is it is it their entanglement or? It's everybody's entanglement. I honestly feel like everybody entangled now. Will really? entangled in it because they wanted to put it on the internet. Right. Yeah. I believe that Will and Jada has an open relationship or open marriage, but that's another conversation. So I really don't believe they were separated. But it sounded like Will sounded pretty mad. I feel like he was more mad that it got out. Probably. Than versus the actual situation. No? Probably. I, I mean, I, I mean, you know, if, if, if they, like, because the way that they described it, I mean, we, we can, you know, have conjecture about what they would actually but like, if, if we're going by like how they described it, like Will and Jada were separated, mm-hmm. and like Will was under the impression that like this might really be like it, like right. this might be like raps, you right. know? And like, so at that point, I mean, like you guys are both adults, you guys can go do whatever it is that you decide like desire to do, and you know, I, whether or not he gave August's bus, I, I don't know, <laughs> but either way, like Jada and August had like whatever thing they had, right? I, I don't know. I just, it feels like very, very low to just be like, yeah, you know, I smashed Jada. Just to the media. But it wasn't, like, that's the thing. I think that's the misconception because his interview was like an hour long. And so he only talked about August Jada. interview? Yeah. When August oh, was I talking about that. all these things, like, it. it only came up. Like, he only talked about that situation for like five minutes out of an hour long interview. And so I think they took that sound bite and kind of ran with it. Oh, and he was just basically yeah. saying, like, I could rest at night knowing that I gave my all to someone. It wasn't like, no, nah, I smashed, like, whatever. Mm. He definitely wasn't disrespectful. He didn't come in in, like, a bragging or, like, braggadocious but, way. Yeah. He was saying, like... You're just talking about something that happened. That in happened life. in his life. And uh, he was like, I can... I had to tell my truth and be free from that yeah. and really, like, live with that. He's like, I really was, like, in love with her. I gave my all. Like, she helped me heal and blah, 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 blah. And he's like... And I think he did the will blessing thing, kind of like what Jada was saying, like, to ensure that he wasn't breaking up a household or, like, he wasn't being disrespectful and that... Like, he wasn't on a home record, quote-unquote. Mm-hmm. Just to, like, clear the air, like... It's Will like, knew the home was already wrecked. Exactly, like, just, like I didn't. 
That doesn't mean like you're the, the original. The door was already okay. open. The, exactly. He just walked okay. in and he was like, yo, I'm here. So like, what's and then, up? And, and we was like, okay, that's fine. The press. <laughs> <laughs> hey guys, the store's open. Ah, yeah, but like, that yes. whole time, what Will also said was like, it was four years ago. Like they've already been like, through yeah, it. They've lived through it. That's the other thing. It's like, I do think that there's still a problem with that age difference. That was very, very weird and predatory. Wait, so what they sounded, she would have been 44 and uh-huh. he would have been 23 at that oh. time, four years ago. But what oh, I think is also gosh. weird is that from what they said before that, they're saying that Jaden introduced August to the family because he was in a, like, a August family. was in a really bad place and they both right. acknowledged that. And then Jada, Jada, I guess also was, but I, I firmly think that like with that age difference, I think Jada should have had Whoever initiated anything more than a friendship, Jada should have the presence of mind. And the maturity. And the maturity of when, like, I'm too old for you. Like, like, she was too old. Like, that's her son's friend. Yeah. He was also hurt. So it's like, you probably, your judgment is probably kind of clouded. Right. So she should have been the adult and been like, yeah, this can't go past that. Uh, It was definitely kind of like, I wouldn't say manipulative. Because I didn't know the extent of it, but the fact that you like engaged in that form of activity with your with a little kid, with like your kid's friend, but also even how he said like, "Oh, I love," gave her my everything, I loved her, and then she's like, "It was an entanglement." Yeah, so that was kind of like a little disrespectful. Yeah, because if you said like I was in love with you and I gave my audience and you was like it was an entanglement, like, oh, yeah, it, it was this little thing. Whatever. Uh, so she's not even gonna say situationship. She gonna make up a whole. She, new she made up a whole different category of relationships. Now it's like together, taken single. Situationship. Entanglement. Oh, entanglement. <laughs> so you can't even give my man that. You can't even give him the DC of a situationship. Like, <laughs> no, that's true. I don't know. That's just yeah. I was like, that's your your son's friend now. Your son's friend. I don't know. It also shows that like two broken people can never really have a whole or like a full relationship because they were both very broken. And like if you come together over trauma or pain, like mm, trauma bonding, is not it's not gonna good. make it, bro. Because no one really is is gonna heal from that situation. Y'all both have things y'all personally need to work on. But then I feel like the counter argument to that would be that sounds like what we're saying is like cure yourself before you. Not saying that if they're both. Mm. Perfectly fine. He sh- she should have gone with him because it's still an age difference. Yeah. But it sounds like we're saying like heal yourself before you go in relationships. Yeah. But I feel like the counter argument to that would be like, well, you're never done healing, or. Yeah. No, true. that's true. But it's like get you to can a, get, to, get a, to a place. Yeah, where you feel right. like you're whole and you're not looking into someone else to feel void yeah. places in you. Exactly. You know what I'm saying? Like we all are gonna have things we have to work on continuously. But if I feel whole within myself, I'm not depending on you to fill these gaps or like be something to me that you technically can't be. I'm not depending exactly. on you for my happiness because I'm happy within myself, you know? Yeah. I think there are some kind of things that you have to work on that it's like, no, you do need... No, bro, you need yourself. to be like therapy and like, you need yeah, to yeah, get it yeah, together. Yeah, get your you mind really, in a really good place. Yeah, you don't need a relationship. <laughs> it's like, not going to work. It's like, just... I was right, right. Just like, just like fall back, guys. <laughs> like, that's what I had to do. Yeah, I think self-awareness is the hardest thing to do because you really have to just say like, bro, like I suck at this and I need to get better. But actually admitting to yourself that you're not, I wouldn't say not not a good person, but like admitting that you have faults and that 
there are things in you that are going to have people like that are going to hurt people or like have people feel some type of way about you it's hard to mm-hmm. accept those things and take those on because it's like dang what you mean I'm not like perfect what you I like I do everything right, right. I'm always I'm right like I'm a good person and we always use the guys like I'm a good person to cover up or to not really work on the things that we need to be worked on right because if you kind of like admit it, it's like, dang, well, am I a good person? Mm-hmm. And I think the idea of just being good and bad people, it's just, it needs to kind of be eradicated. Because let's just be honest, none of us are all good. None of us are all bad. You know, it's just very just subjective and like, yeah. it's all gray. Right. And I think this is what this situation is teaching. Like, let's just be real, because Jada isn't really the villain in this situation. Mm-hmm. And August isn't the saint, you know, right. like they both. We're just in a weird place and like we're human. We're gonna fall to certain right. vulnerabilities and certain traps. And like they're not wrong, but like, you gotta deal with it properly. <laughs> For real? Sometimes those lessons you need to learn through experience. I can Yeah, we could have told August like this is a bad idea, but like He had to see for himself. He had to see it for himself. And as you know, as it was a bad idea, it sounded like it did help him get yeah. to a better place. So like in some aspects where it was bad per se it seemed it helped him in other ways. So, like, again, it's taking not every situation is good or bad, like you were saying. Yeah, I think I could definitely attest to that because in college I had, uh, I don't know if it would be, like, an entanglement. Because I feel like an entanglement, <laughs> honestly, it needs to be a definition. Like, it needs to be a definition. What is an entanglement? It needs to be a definition because does an entanglement sure. require, like, three Was people, four people? Yeah, it was more so a situation ship. Are we going Webster's or the streets? <laughs> See, if, um, Urban Dictionary probably has exactly. it. You're right. Um, what year is this? <laughs> 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 yes. Now you're doing too much. It was in college. I, you said freshman year, but I don't give a say yeah, it's cool. You already know, though. <laughs> I know. Yes. Malfitude. <laughs> <laughs> I'm gonna tell you. I'm gonna tell you after this is over. No, You're gonna be like, no, no. The year of the the who? <laughs> okay, hold on. Oh lord. <laughs> <laughs> no, why are you so weak right now? Because the first time, because the first time I heard about it. I was like, no. I told you. No. Yes, I did. You weren't the first one. Yes, I was, Stephen, because no. we was at a party. Wait, what? We was at a party. The plot thickens. What year is this that you told me? Can See, I know that? Yeah. Senior, we was at a party. It was at, I think it was at Thrasher's party. We was going out. And I'm like, bro, no. I just came from abroad, I think. Or I don't even remember why we was at the party. And I told you, I was like, huh? I never knew that unless you was lying. Oh. I was bored. Okay, they had this, this definition between so... two people, especially one that is outside the marriage affair. Oh, I don't like I that definition. Like, I don't like that definition. Look, I don't like the definition. Urban Dictionary versus whatever uh, yeah, whatever. is on Apple. <laughs> yeah. Oh, like okay. Yeah, no. So pray tell. Huh? Say pray tell. Oh, so pray tell. Pray tell. You ever heard that saying? No. Uh, pray tell. Yeah, just make it up. <laughs> no, no, no. I could have sworn I heard it before. That's just a funny choice of words. Me either. I've never heard. I'm like, what? <laughs> <laughs> I heard it like do tell. Do tell. Yeah, pretty tell. It's uh, a. Please explain. Oh, let me read it. Can I see the definition? Pray tell. Putting you on. Pray tell. Pray tell. Oh, I'm going to start using that. Like, oh, pray tell. (laughs) 
Pray tell. Pray tell. Why you gotta like do that with your voice though? Because <laughs> the way that word is like, pray tell. I can't just be like, pray tell. I feel like I, I need, just like, did that. I feel like I need tea in a cup when I say that. <laughs> <laughs> pray tell. Pray tell. Crunch, crunch, crunch. As I drink my tea As with you, the pinky. With the pinky. Please let that go. <laughs> <laughs> I hate you Booger for pointing that out. <laughs> Leave it alone. <laughs> Right, and you know why she ain't finished it. It has all the little divots in it. The yogurt be falling out, right? Honestly. That's that's why you ain't finished it. I know. I really can't get the bottom how I want to like scoop it, but whatever. That's why you get a spoon. Anywho. <laughs> so, this is... <laughs> you guys are annoying. I explained you that. And Please. I guess it was just a situation where um, we both had different ideas maybe of what the relationship should have entailed. Because I think when you're first getting to know someone, there's no strings attached. It's very casual. Like, mm-hmm. you may be talking to someone else and they may be talking to someone else. But then I think once the conversation was had that, okay, this is something that we're really going to focus on to develop a relationship and be... Um, intentional. Yeah, and we're going to be intentional. And we're going to be... Like, there should be no one else because we're actually about to focus on getting into a relationship then from there I think there's where the discrepancy was because once I tell you that like that's exactly what I mean and so I expect a different level of commitment a different level of honesty a different level of communication and of course if I say that then of course my feelings are becoming more involved I'm becoming more um like cautious or I'm expecting more from you right and so when these things don't happen I think that's when miscommunication happens and toxic situations can come Mm -hmm. forth. And then that's when, if I'm, for instance, I had heard maybe he was talking to someone else and so I bring this up and then it becomes distrust. And then Mm -hmm. I feel like he was lying about something else so now I don't trust you. And so then it's just this whole, it really was an entanglement of, Different situations and maybe not even different people, but different people were definitely a factor. Mm-hmm. That makes sense. Because it's not like I knew those people and like... Right, right. But at the same time, I did feel like there was just some dishonesty and mistrust, etc. And I'm like, while that situation did hurt me and like it really changed my perspective and it really helped me to grow. Because in that, I did realize like, oh, people do lie for no reason. Like, people are not honest. People can be manipulative. And not to say that that was a bad person, but, like, people do have these characteristics within them. And I was very naive to that. Like, I don't know. Like, I was really naive. I don't know. It's crazy. And so just coming out of that situation, I think it did hinder me in terms of, like, trusting people and all these other things. But it helped me to also be reflective on, like, oh, maybe I was a little, I could be manipulative too, or I could be distrustful, or I cannot be as honest or transparent as I'm expecting someone else to be, right? And so it just takes a while to grow past that and work back to the person that you actually want to be or the person that you think you are. You know what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. And I think it's also a place where we have to let go of the perception of who we think we are and just come to terms with who we really are, right? Like your actions or who you are, not the people that you say you are, or not the things that you say you want to do or the things that you think that you do. 
but like how your actions affect people every day, how you move throughout the world every day, how you communicate in the areas of like when you're not in an environment, but just by yourself or you're having a conversation. How do you treat people? How do you give your generosity? Like all of these things when no one else is watching is who you truly are. Mm-hmm. And I yeah. think once you come to terms with that and constantly and I guess consistently start to just do little things to change that, that's when the big change and you become the person who you want to be, if that makes sense. That can be a tip. Just be better than you were yesterday. And it's very cliche. You know what I'm realizing, guys? Okay, and then after this one, go. All these cliches are real. Are real! Yes, cliche, but it's real. Bro, and like the cliches don't even really hit till you go through it, bro. And I'm like, oh, this is actually what the cliche meant. Like, people just say them just like, as like, like throwing them as a grain of salt, but they really yeah. hold weight when you go through it, bro. When they're like, nah, like you gonna lose friends, bro. You're like, yeah, whatever. Y'all gonna lose friends until you start losing friends. You're like, hold on. They did say it's lonely growing. They did say you gonna change, it's and even when the, the top. Yeah, I'm not yeah. at the top, so I wouldn't know. It's pretty. I'm, not there yet. <laughs> I'm pretty crowded down here. <laughs> <laughs> can't relate right I was like ah, no. <laughs> can't relate it's like I, I got a lot of people around me so <laughs> must not be I'm looking around like dang I know a lot of people we always kicking it <laughs> no nah, I appreciate you coming through for the podcast bro of course of course I was Kids like this, this is <laughs> yeah we're, we're back we're like a four month hiatus we're gonna be more consistent Hey man, just be better than y'all were before. That's it. That's all y'all can do. Just be better than we was yesterday. We're not going to do four months no more. We're going to do three next time. <laughs> oh my goodness. <laughs> Seriously, I'm just saying, guys. Um, but no, thank you for coming through, Books. Yeah. Great conversation. Definitely, definitely. Good vibes. Appreciate y'all. Stay inside. Wear your mask. Don't catch COVID. Bye. Bye.